Hey everybody, welcome to episode 38. Tonight is another free-for-all episode, which means it is unscripted. I would have, on a normal day, normal week, record this episode on a Friday, but yesterday, which was Friday, was just a, it was a clusterfuck of events, which is leading me to record this on Saturday, September 12th. So things that we're going to talk about in this episode, um, I'm not really sure, but I ate a bag of Cheetos. I have three random chapsticks in front of me. I can't get Luke Combs out of my head. I think I'm starting to like country, which is my worst nightmare. And also, if you're single like me, we're going to go through seven brutally honest reasons why we are still single, y'all. I don't know if I'm prepared for this. I wish I had a drink, but I'm doing so. But September, holy moly, cue to the intro, please. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Quarantine Chronicles with your host, Melissa. Oh, hey there. <laughs> um, yeah. Did you like that mini like one minute intro to the intro? I don't know if you did. I don't know if you didn't. Let me know either way on the Instagram at the QC podcast. T-H-E-Q-C podcast. Find me on the gram. Let me know if you liked it. So welcome back to episode 38. This is like I mentioned free for all Saturday today. I'm not going to go into the details of uh, the clusterness that happened yesterday, but it was just a lot. And sometimes life is funny and it will throw you off course and things will happen and it'll kind of mess up in bunny ears, mess up whatever schedule that you have and I was actually thinking about this today <laughs> because I remember, I think I was listening to the Minimalist podcast possibly, or maybe, I forget which one. It could have been Jocko, it could have been the middle Minimalist, or it could have been a random one somewhere in between those two podcasts. But I just remember they were talking about physical activity and training and how sometimes you're just not going to have your perfect day, whether it's for training or working out or whatever it may be. And basically in the podcast, they were like, life happens and things come up that might make you have to skip a day of training or doing a podcast, for instance. So I was actually kind of thinking about that today because Yesterday was just wild <laughs> from beginning to end. And it was just one of those days. And then life kind of threw me off balance a little bit, which made me not stick to my routine, not stick to my schedule. And here we are on a Saturday doing a free-for-all episode. Another thing that I was thinking about today, so... Today, I took a rest day, which honestly is out of character for me. I'm doing the Coast Guard Challenge, as you guys know. And I think I just had such a hard day yesterday that I just woke up and I was like, you know, I don't really feel like working out today. 
And I had two cups of coffee, which I don't really do and I don't recommend because it's a lot of caffeine. But I was really just trying to get myself to work out. And it just it didn't happen. One thing led to another thing and I did laundry instead and I just kind of chilled out. And honestly, I think we kind of all need those days where, again, we're not going by our schedule or what we had planned. And I think that's okay. You know, I think that's what life is about, not necessarily scheduling every single day. And I kind of had to look at myself and uh, me and my sister were talking about this the other day about rest days and how we should honestly probably take more of them. And I was looking or I, I guess I was really just trying to figure out how I was feeling and my body just feels a little bit broken down. Like I've been working out a little bit too much with the Coast Guard challenge and then I had my push-up challenge with the planks challenge and then I had the 200-mile challenge and I just feel like my body is feeling it this month. So I decided, I said, hey, what's one day of me taking a rest day? I can just go into October 1st if I have to. It's not going to ruin anything, you know? But sometimes I think we just kind of have to talk talk ourselves into having a rest day. Like, it's okay to have a rest day. Um, but it's funny because I'm so, I'm usually very hard on myself and I'll kind of have to talk myself into actually having a rest day. And... Or like I should say an unplanned rest day. And I think it's like super difficult sometimes because we get so wrapped up into this training mindset or this no days off mindset or even this Jocko mindset where you wake up and you got to train. You have to work out. You got to you just got to do it. No excuses. And I feel like I have a Jocko mentality and I feel like I have whatever the opposite of a Jocko mentality is. (laughs) So like wake up, get to it, let's go, no excuses. And then I have another mindset that's kind of like, well, you should listen to your body and make sure that you're doing okay. And if you don't feel like working out, then don't work out. And... I'm like I kind of have both. So it's super it's kind of like the angel and the devil almost like the sitting on your shoulders if you were to envision this. (laughs) So I have like someone chirping on one shoulder being like just work out just work out and then someone else another person on my shoulder being like well if you're tired like why are you going to work out. But I really want to listen to my body and I also really want to do the best I can on this Coast Guard challenge. So that's why I'm kind of like, if I'm going to be forcing myself to do this challenge and my body is like tired and it's sore, then I'm not going to get the best out of it. I hope that makes sense. Um, Because I feel like rest days are actually beneficial. Obviously they are. And I want to like perform my the best that I can. So Why am I going to try and slug through it or just kind of push through it even though my body's hurting and needs to rest? So 
I don't know. I feel like there's other people out there who are like that too because they just, they want to work out. And if they skip a day, then it kind of ruins everything. But that's why I'm like, okay, so I skipped today. So I'm just going to do today's workout tomorrow. And that's, that's really it. That's really all it comes down to. <laughs> but I think, I don't know if it's because of quarantine or if I just got so wrapped up in like this, the challenges and just completing them every day and marking them off the calendar. I don't know if it's that that I'm like, no, I can't take I can't take a day off. I can't take a day off. I need to keep keep going and keep pulling through. But like I said, I really want like October, I'm definitely going to be doing a yoga challenge or just something light because I definitely feel like it's my body's catching up or not my body's catching up. The challenges have been catching up on my body and I'm starting to feel tired and I'm feeling super sore um, with this challenge. So I'm going to take it day by day, but I promise that I will get in a full 30, 31 days of this Coast Guard challenge so I can report to y'all in, oh my God, October? Oh my gosh, that's wild. All right, anyways, now that 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 rant is over, (laughs) thank you for listening to me ranting. Um, Let's see, what shall we talk about next? All right, well, I have a new obsession. We'll talk about my new obsession. And I definitely mentioned this in another episode. I think it might have been my single girl, quarantine single girl playlist. I always hated on country music. I don't know why. But lately, you guys, lately, I've been having a country addiction. And I never thought I would say that. I'm a little disappointed in myself because I think I might be getting old. (laughs) I just like, I listen to the, oh my God, I'm going to sound so old. I listen to the radio sometimes nowadays. A little bit here and there with Alexa and driving to places. And I'm just like, I don't like any of the music that's on the radio anymore. (laughs) But I really like, I've been really into country lately. And I don't know if it's because I like the lyrics or if it's just like some, like I don't like to work out to country, but I like to drive to country. Like I like to have the windows down and you know, I don't know, have my hands out the window. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Have my hands outside the sunroof and be like, woo. No, I'm kidding. Um, I don't know what it is, but I just, I like country music and I don't know what's gotten into me. Am I getting old? Is it bad? Like I literally listened to Luke Combs for a whole day, like three of his songs or three or four of his songs because he just has so many hits. Like he's so talented Um, Do I have any country fans out there? Anybody? Anybody? And he's just so good. And I was just replaying like the four songs that he sings over and over again. And I was like, oh, my gosh, these are like great. But anyways, that I'm having, you know, I like country music now. I don't know what to think of it. I don't know what to to make of it. I think I'm getting old. (laughs) Um, let's move on from that because I don't know what to make of it. But if there's any other country people out there, let me know because, you know, I can talk. I don't think any of my friends like country music. 
But moving on. So I have another, I've been doing another challenge that started off, or it was supposed to be a week, a week without Facebook. Then it turned into a month of no Facebook. Like I have my Google Docs written out. So I think it still says one week of no Facebook. But then it turned into one month of no Facebook. And now it's becoming about, I think like a month and a half, almost two. Yeah, at the end of September, it's going to be two months of no Facebook. And I kind of miss the mindless scrolling because once you get rid of an app, it's like, okay, now I just have Instagram. I'm not really a Snapchat person. I like Pinterest sometimes, but I miss that mindless scrolling, honestly. And that's really the only thing that I miss about it is just the mindless scrolling. And I, what something that I really do enjoy with not having Facebook is I feel like there's a sense of privacy that you have because you're not posting, you're not checking in anywhere. People don't know really what's going on in your life. And I'm not saying like I had followers or I had people who were actually genuinely interested in what I was doing with my life, but I just feel like there's a sense of privacy there with no Facebook. Like I don't know what other people are posting and people don't know like what I'm doing with my life. And I think that is a good boundary to have. And it's funny to think that Facebook was originally just for college kids. I'm pretty sure because I remember when my sister got it and I was like, oh, my God, you have a Facebook? Like, what is this? And I remember it was just college people and I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was trying to be like a LinkedIn, but for college kids. But then it ended up turning into everybody having it and then people posting all this crazy stuff. And especially now with the times that we're living in, I just feel so much less stressed without it but I feel I feel like one like I'm kind of missing out on stuff it's weird like people post stuff obviously and I people might be like hey did you see what this person posted on Facebook and I'm like no I don't have one or you know birth oh another thing is birthdays like I really enjoyed the fact that Facebook had everybody's birthdays on it. This way, you know, you said happy birthday to them and you don't look mean and you don't look like a terrible person for not saying happy birthday. So that's a big thing is forgetting when people's birthdays are and ultimately not saying happy birthday to them and looking like a butthole. (laughs) And two, I just kind of feel like I'm missing out. Like I, I wonder what people are posting sometimes. Not... A lot of people, but just the few people that that I like, I like kind of wonder, oh, what are what are they posting? Like what's going on with their lives? But then again, I mean, I guess I could just reach out to them, too, is is a point, you know, to as a is a solution to that issue. But it's weird. It's weird with no Facebook. And I actually had a couple people this week text message me and be like, did you get rid of your Facebook? Because I couldn't find you. And I'm like, yeah, for like over a month now, (laughs) I haven't had it. And they were like, oh, I wanted to tag you in something because it made me think of you. And I was like, that's sweet that you thought of me. But what was it? Am I going to be able to see it? Can you screenshot it? Can you let me know? So it's kind of 
pros and cons, I guess, to to having a not having a Facebook. But my sister told me to watch this documentary about social media. Let me figure out. Let me find out the name really quick. It's called Social Dilemma, and it's a documentary on Netflix. I haven't watched it yet, but I might or I probably will. And Christina said that it talks about how Facebook manipulates us. Um, And then she said that it shows what happens in different countries with Facebook and how it can manipulate people. So I kind of want to watch this because maybe this will make me want to continue having a deactivated Facebook. So I definitely want to watch that. Um, Social Dilemma, Netflix. If you're interested, watch it too. (laughs) And yeah, that's all I kind of wanted to mention with Facebook. So I am going to talk about it um, in an upcoming episode. I'm going to have my my push-up challenge be for tomorrow, which I'm very excited for that one to be posted for you guys to listen to. And I'm also going to be posting my first ever before and after photo on the QC podcast Instagram to show you the before and after my push-up challenge. It was wild. It's crazy. The results are nuts. Um, so yeah, so I have the push-up challenge and then I'm going to be doing one about Facebook as well. So now that I just kind of got all the random blurbs that I had to say out there, For tonight's episode, I was really struggling for a topic, especially after Thursdays. It's like, it's so funny. Sometimes these topics can come into my head for an episode and then it ends up being this great episode like Thursday. I'm very happy with Thursday's episode. It wasn't planned. There was no script. It led to one thing and one thing led to tongue twisters and it was just hilarious and it was so unplanned and I just feel like it was so good. Like that was such a good episode. And then today I was like, I don't even know what to talk about. Should I make an episode? Should I not make an episode? But this is kind of what the free for all Fridays, typically I would be recording on a Friday, but this is what the free for all episodes are for. Just kind of me mumbling to you guys about random thoughts. That's how it all came to be. That's how it all started, having nothing planned. So you're not stressed over having a topic ready and a script ready. It was just something fun, like you're talking to a friend. So I started thinking and originally I was going to do, originally (laughs) I had this idea in my head. I'm like, it's going to be this great idea. And I re-downloaded Tinder for this idea. I said, okay, I'm going to download Tinder again And all my pickup lines are going to be or all like the first things that I'm going to say to someone are Spongebob quotes. And I thought it was hilarious. It was like Wednesday night that I thought of this Wednesday or Thursday. And I was like, this is or actually it might have been earlier. It might have been like Tuesday. It might have been the beginning of the week because I downloaded it and I was like, I want to be prepared. Like I want to get matches. Um, I want to message these Spongebob quotes out to people. And I just thought it was hilarious. I was lying down in bed, cracking up laughing to this idea. And then I downloaded Tinder and it changed since the last time I had it. And I don't know, I think you always had a match with someone to message them. But for some reason, 
I forgot that part and I thought that you could message anybody unless if it changed, but I thought you could message anybody or maybe that was just a different app. And I kind of got disappointed because I'm like, well, this is kind of going to mess up my whole plan. So then I was like, you know what, let me just match with like everybody. And I didn't get too many. This is sound, this sounds so sad, but I don't think I got that many matches back. So it sounds so sad. Oh, my God. But it's really not that sad because um, I really didn't fill out my profile because it was just for a joke. And now it's just it's not it's not going to be a thing. Me text me messaging random men about SpongeBob quotes isn't going to be a thing. So then I was like, let me Google random Tinder pickup lines. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not in the mood for that. So that kind of led me to this whole idea of being single. And I'm single, as you guys know, big shocker, not really. But I was like, how can I help other the other people who are single? And originally I Googled what men are looking for in a woman because <laughs> I was going to do that. And then they were all serious and like, just serious qualities and I was kind of looking for something more funny but then it led me down this road of seven brutally honest reasons why you're still single and I peeked out a little bit very very quickly though like I just kind of scrolled down scrolled up because I was like "Ooh, these are brutally honest reasons like this person isn't going to hold back so I thought it would be a good you know a good article to go through for all my single peeps out there being single in 2020 is just like this this weird thing. It's it's very weird. It's a very weird status that people care about so much. I don't know. I just think I go back and forth. I'm like, I want to find someone. And then I'm like, I don't want to find someone because I want to figure other stuff out. And I don't know. Meeting people, it's just... I wouldn't say it's something that I'm good at. Going on dates is something that maybe that can be another topic, how how to go on a date. But I feel like I was never one to really go on a lot of dates, if you will. And that could be a reason why I'm still single. So let's get into this article before I get into any other reasons why I'm still single. <laughs> okay, so this is an article on Medium. You guys know I love Medium. Medium should sponsor me, honestly, because I just get all my articles from here. I might post on there one day. I might post my 3,000 push-up challenge on Medium. I'll let you know if I do, though, so you guys can go read it. So I'm just going to skip to the re- to the reasons. Let's see. Reason number one, you don't go out much. That's why you're still single. Well, yeah, obviously. So you don't go out much. But like even when I do go out. OK, so I'm going to be like playing devil's advocate with all of these reasons because I just am. <laughs> I hate this reason, actually. You don't go out too much. You need to go out more. Well, first of all, first of all, first of all, it's there's a virus. OK, so I can't really go out 
much. <laughs> um, there's still a virus out there, y'all. I don't know why people are thinking that it doesn't exist, but there's still a virus out there. So, but even before pre-corona times, prehistoric times, pre-dinosaur times, when we were able to go out to Market Basket and go down the aisles both ways and not have to look at arrows, before all this, I would go out, okay? And guess what? I was waiting for someone, like in the Hallmark movies, to come up to me and be like, oh, I just saw you from across the room and you just look too beautiful not to come over and say hi to. No, I never got that. So like, what am I waiting for? I go out and what? Should I go up to them? Because I, I don't know. Should I? <laughs> but also like it's weird. Like it's this weird thing now where and I remember having plenty of conversations about this topic with my friends who are in relationships and who are not in relationships. And nowadays it's so weird. OK, let's just say coronavirus doesn't exist and you're at a bar or you're walking in the park or whatever, wherever you are. It's so weird, or not weird, that's not the right word. It's so nerve-wracking to go up to someone because you don't know if they're in a relationship. You don't know if you're the gender that they like. You just don't know a lot of things, and I think now people are so kind of in their bubble and if I go up to a guy and I'm like hey there are you single here's my number like I just think that's not common anymore and I I, I don't know maybe I'm kind of in my own ways but I just don't see how going out into a grocery store or going out into a bar can help not be single. I hope that makes sense. But I just don't think that going out and like, it's not, I always portrayed it like this Hallmark movie. Like I'm gonna, I always had this weird feeling that I was gonna meet my future husband either in a supermarket or by getting pulled over and then, you know, they're the cop. And then, yeah. Anyway, so those were my two feel like gut feelings that I was like, okay, this is how I'm gonna meet my future husband. <laughs> this is so weird to talk about honestly but I just don't see I know I'm like repeating myself but I just I really don't see the concept of some like I just don't see it happening like me going up to someone or like someone going up to me but see this is why I need a co-host because they might be thinking differently so if you're thinking differently please reach out and let me know because I think maybe I'm just stuck in my own ways and yeah. Anyways, let's move on to reason number two. You haven't moved on from your ex. Um, yeah, I can see this happening. Like you haven't moved on from your ex, so you definitely don't want to pursue another relationship or maybe you're still trying to get over your ex. So yeah, that I do. That I do. Let's see. Believe it or not, let's see what this article says. Believe it or not, it's obvious when you're not over your ex, especially to the people you've gone on dates with or try to get dates with. It is subconscious, subconsciously revealed through your speech, actions, and body language. 
If this is the situation that you're in, then you're probably better off taking a step back and staying single for your own sake. You need time to heal. Yes, that is true. That I agree with. I agree that if you just broke up with someone or they broke up with you, whatever it may be, maybe it was mutual. I just think that you need to give yourself some time to get over that relationship which is very hard to do as well. So take your time, heal, you know, do what you got to do. Number three, you're too picky. Oh, man, I always get this reason. You're too picky, like, (laughs) isn't it? All right, let's see what this says. So it says, isn't it good to be picky? After all, we're all choosing someone that we're going to commit and spend most of our time with. However, there's a fine line between being selective and being nitpicky. Selective people judge potential partners based on their levels of compatibility and chemistry with them. Nitpicky people, on the other hand, try to fulfill unrealistic expectations. For example, they might eliminate a potential partner because they don't like their accent or the way they walk. If you're a nitpicky person, then you need to have a reality check. So do I agree with this? Huh. This is tough, honestly. I, I'm just thinking about myself and I just have one thing and I guess it could be a nitpicky thing, but I have a thing with height, but that's because I'm a pretty tall person in my eyes, at least. I'm a pretty tall person, honestly. I was always in the back row for elementary school pictures, okay? I was in the back, back row, so I wouldn't cover anybody or block anybody, I always felt bad standing at concerts because I felt like I was blocking someone. (laughs) I consider myself tall and I do have a thing with height. I will say that. Is that being nitpicky? I don't know. Honestly, I really don't know. But at the same time, I feel like you need to be attracted to that person on an emotional level, on a spiritual level, and on a physical level. And... I'm not saying that being nitpicky is a bad thing, but it could definitely, and I'm saying this to myself too, honestly, but if, let's just say that I own, which isn't true, this is not true, not true. Again, this is not true, but let's just say I only date guys who are six feet tall, right? I'm already canceling out the five eights and the five nines and the five tens. You know what I mean? And what if those guys who are that height are actually really sweet, really nice? Like I'm already kind of um, being super selective and I'm not giving those other people a chance. So like I said, that's not true. I do have a thing with height, but they don't have to be six feet tall. <laughs> but so I, I don't know. I hope that makes sense. Be picky, but I guess not too picky. Be realistic. Is that what this article is trying to tell us? I don't know. Okay, moving on. Your self-esteem is too high. Why is that a bad thing? Why is your, why why is that a bad thing? Let's see. I'm pretty sure no one will admit to this, and a lot of people may even carry this trait without realizing. So here are some questions you can ask yourself to find out if this is the issue. And remember, we're being brutally honest with ourselves. Do you think your purpose in life is above other people? Are you convinced that your path in life is absolutely the correct path? Do you 
quickly assume that others are not doing as well as you in your life. If, well, let me just tell you right now, my answer is a no. <laughs> if you've answered yes to any of these questions, then you're, maybe you're single because you have an inflated sense of yourself. You're way too judgmental and you write people off so quickly that your demographic of potential partners makes it statistically unlikely for you to find a relationship. That's an interesting approach. I guess, so on the other hand, I mean, I don't have much to say about that, but on the other hand, right after this is that your self-esteem is too low. So you regard yourself so poorly that you assume there must be something wrong with anyone that takes a romantic interest in you. A common trait between people with low self-esteem is that they overthink immensely. For example, if someone asks them out on a date, they'll wonder a million things like, why would they want to date me? Why do they want, what do they want from me? Is this a prank? Moreover, people with low self-esteem are the polar opposites of people with inflated self-esteem because the former is quick to find fault with themselves while the latter is quick to find fault with others. So I guess you need to be in between from high self-esteem to low self-esteem. You need to be somewhere in the middle. Interesting. That's his, See, I don't know. I just don't like dating, honestly, because if we're being honest, I don't really like to put myself out there because I feel like it's such a vulnerable thing to do. Like, what if you get hurt? And I don't know. I'm always like, this could have been avoided if I just didn't go on the date, but... Then I guess you have to think on the flip side. Well, what if you missed out on a really good date? I don't know. Am I the only one who feels like that? So we only have we only have two more reasons while we are why we are single. Can I talk is the question. Number six. We are too mysterious. You don't embrace vulnerability. Oh my gosh, I just said that. <laughs> So basically, nobody likes to be, or it says nobody is attracted to the person that shares nothing about themselves. If you want to connect with people on a deeper level, you're going to have to make yourself vulnerable. I literally just said that. I don't like that. And reveal uncomfortable aspects of your identity and life that make you who you are. I don't like that. (laughs) I don't like to do that because I can be such... I can be an open book or I can be a closed locked book with a key that you will never find because it's been thrown out in a very specific spot and hidden and dug in and you're just never going to find the key to open up that book. Or I can be the complete opposite and be an open book. The thing is I need to trust you. I need to be able to trust you and I don't know. I I don't know. (laughs) co-host what do you have to say about that I could just hear my sister like just saying everything to me right now Chris you should be my co-host if you're listening to this last but not least you're too independent a relationship consists of two people if you think you're going to get yourself into a relationship without sacrificing any aspect of yourself You're badly mistaken. Oh no, I see routine. Whether it's your time, routine, diet, or etc., you must be able to show some level of flexibility. What? 
I never signed up for flexibility if you want potential partners to believe that they can coexist with you. If you're completely set on just doing your own thing, then maybe deep down a relationship isn't exactly what you're looking for. Well, hot damn, who wrote this? Because I need a message them and send them an angry letter to their manager. Aaron. Really, Aaron? Who gave you permission to make me feel like I'm being personally attacked? <laughs> I definitely and I think I might be too independent but like I'm not independent because I don't like to kill spiders and I don't like to kill the buggies all right well those were actually very brutally honest and made me realize a lot of things about myself that I wasn't planning on realizing tonight so thanks Aaron from medium.com way to go <laughs> All right, guys, that is where I'm going to leave it because I have to go journal and really do some self-reflection after that one. I hope you guys liked this episode. Um, I'm sorry if it was boring. I hope it was. If, yeah, yeah, you never know. You know, I'll trial and error with these podcast episodes. Um, so hopefully some single people out there got something out of this. And I will see you guys in the next episode Coming out tomorrow, which is going to be about 3,000 push-ups. I completed 3,000 push-ups. It's a part two for my August challenge. So I will see you guys then. And yeah, I'm going to go do some soul searching. Thanks to Aaron. And all my single listeners out there, maybe we should uh, have a Zoom meeting <laughs> and uh yeah maybe a couple drinks in october at least when i can drink again you know some drinks by by a virtual fire and just talk about how we have high self-esteem low self-esteem not enough self-esteem too mysterious too independent we should all do that one day okay see you guys later and remember folks Country music's kind of lit, not going to lie. Oh, God, I just said lit. I don't even really know what that means. Oh, my God, I am getting old.